Good morning, Northlanders, and welcome to Sound Off. The Sound Off host is Brad Bennett, who has served this country as a Marine Corps sergeant during the Vietnam War and has served this community as a three-term member of the Duluth School Board. Now, Sound Off, and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Yes, we are here, and uh, even the freezing temperature is not going to keep us off the air this morning. Kenny, I got to tell you, when I was listening just as we were coming on, and they were talking about temperatures, what, tonight and tomorrow being 20 below zero, real temperatures, and that with the wind chill, it could be 50 below? I thought, man, that is insane. Oh, But according to the groundhog, yeah, according to the groundhog that saw his shadow today, we're going to have six more weeks of winter. Oh, yeah, right. Trust me, we're going to have the furnaces in this area will be on into May, maybe June. I think you're probably right, probably into June. (laughs) Yeah, well, we're prepared. You know, we've got in the store, we've gotten our soup, we've gotten our old Dutch chips, we've got the top, the tater, and uh, the furnaces are all uh, set and ready to go, thanks to AirServe, and we're ready. Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) Well, then. Then you got nothing to worry about. And maybe an occasional uh, fireplace from... Duluth Stoven Fireplace. Duluth Stoven Fireplace. Yes, sir. 25th Avenue West uh, in the West End, by the way. Not West Duluth, in the West End. (laughs) (laughs) So, Brad, uh, I just wanted to mention real quickly, as long as we're on the topic of weather, 27 years ago, February 2nd, 1996, 60 below at Tower, Minnesota, it established a state record the coldest in the state uh, 27 years ago in Tower, Minnesota. Now, today, Tower is going to be blustery, a minus three for a high in Tower, Minnesota. And temps will fall throughout the day to around 14 below by 5 p.m. And then tonight, Tower, Minnesota, clear, minus 32. Oh, man, they're going to be tropical. Northwest winds 5 to 15, gusting to 20. And the wind chills forecast for Tower, Minnesota tonight, 40 to 45 below. Well, you know, as as a couple of friends of mine told me recently, it is what it is. You just got to live with it. There, there is no way. We have not figured out yet how to change Mother Nature uh, and, uh, boy, if we do, that might be a real uh, disaster. So well, we're just going to go with the flow. Yeah, Brad, I think a lot of people would disagree with you because our cars and our gas stoves are making it too warm. And, as you know, President Biden are and John Kerry... Are you insane? Have you been on, into that <laughs> pile of new straw again? Or well, they want to make us cold again. So we're going to go back to 60 below real soon. Stay tuned. It's coming back, Brad. Yeah. Hey, before we get too far along this morning, I do have a couple more names for you for taps for tomorrow. Oh. So you might want to pencil these down on your sheet there. I will. Uh, I got these from a friend of mine who's on the Duluth Honor Guard. Uh, one is Jerry Gore, G-O-A-R. He, uh, he died recently. He's 88 years old. He was a member of the U.S. Army in Korea. And then the other name is Al Salvala. Salvala. S-A-V-A-L-A, Savala, and he was 85 when he passed away. He was also a member of the U.S. Army, and he was a dedicated member of the Duluth Honor Guard. He went out until just recently. He constantly went out on uh, funeral details. Nice, nice. If you could, Brad, repeat Jerry Gore. How old was Jerry? Okay. And what's what? 88, 88 years old. 80, and he... U.S. Uh, Army in Korea. U.S. Army, Korea. And, 
and then Al Salvala was 85, and he was a U.S. Army member, and he was a long-term, very dedicated member of the Duluth Honor Guard. Nice. Yeah, I have uh, fond memories of the Duluth Honor Guard and not-so-fond memories. Of course, <laughs> the not-so-fond, uh, you recall, they were at the uh, Lake Place. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> at the bunker there, and the, they fired their, their guns, and my dog got out of my <laughs> grip, and I thought I'd never see him again. <laughs> But I found him. Well, and, and it took a while. You found him up around the bend in the <sighs> in the lake walk there. Oofta. Yeah, yeah. He did. He did not. He's the. Uh, I, I would say that your dog uh, is probably not a hunting companion. No, 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 no. Nope. He's not a lab. No. Say, I I have some I have some information here. Maybe I just didn't pay attention to it when it came out. But I'm reading some stories this morning. Uh, about uh, how we're not hearing much of anything about Joe Biden and documents and stuff. We, you know, every time anything that happened uh, on the uh, venue of Donald Trump and documents, man, we heard all about it nay, uh, morning, noon, and night from every station in the world. But we're not hearing much of anything about uh, about Joe Biden. Uh, and th- this reporter from MSN was kind of curious about it and started doing some checking and said that part of it is that uh, is that the the information that we're getting from press secretary Corinne Jean uh, Pierre or Jean Pierre Jean, Jean Pierre is uh, she's just not responding on her own. Um, she's re- she's constantly when the questions get asked about you know what well what was in these documents what you know how many documents were there and all this. She keeps saying, well, I would have to refer you to the White House Counsel's Office. I'll have to refer you to the White House Counsel's Office. And in fact, in one session, in one day, she fell back on that same response 25 times. Well, I'll tell you what, Northlanders, as you are finding out as we move along here, if you are so inclined that you want to learn about self-defense, home defense, and you want to, uh, maybe you've never carried a firearm before. Uh, maybe you've never even fired a firearm before. And there are a lot of people like that. Many of them turn out, once they get proper training, they turn out to be real positive people that do, uh, do you know, do really good things protecting their own home. And you can get all that information from our friend Chad up at Dead On Shooting Range. Uh, Chad, it seems, when I looked at your website the other day, it seems like you've got concealed carry classes happening almost every week now. We do, Brad. You know, there's a lot of folks that want to want to get that permit to carry because they want to protect themselves. And, and that all has to do with, you know, the people that we have elected and what they choose to do and what they choose not to do. So with, with that also being said, a lot of folks are taking the Pistol 101. They're taking the self-defense classes. And they're learning to use something other than their firearm, and we offer that all at Dead on Arms. You know, not only do we have the great indoor shooting range and the and a phenomenal retail area where we sell just about everything that has to do with the fire firearms industry, including reloading supplies. We have a full-time gunsmith. We are the only place in northern Minnesota that has a full-time gunsmith on staff. So, and they, you know, with, with that being said, a lot of folks have brought their firearms in to get fixed, and we are waiting on parts. There's a lot of backlog when it comes to parts in the industry right right now yes okay 
How about ammunition now? Are, are there, you know, there was a period of time when ammunition was tough to get. Is that a little bit easier now? It is getting easier. Even ammo is starting to come down on price, so that is more prevalent. There are some harder calibers still to get, like your three thirty-eight, your fifty cal. You know, we don't have a whole lot of people that buy that ammo, but I have. Some, I had a guy ask the other day about some three thirty-eight, and it is a little bit more expensive, and it's a little harder to get on those bigger calibers. Sure, sure. Well, again, Northlanders, uh, if you're if you're so inclined, you know, most of us in the Northland would agree with what Chad has said a hundred times, if not a thousand, and that's that we have great police officers here in the Northland. But you know what? They can't always be there when you need them. If you've got somebody trying to kick in your door that maybe is uh, high on drugs and you don't know what that person is going to do, it might be to your benefit to have your own uh, speed dial, and that's your own firearm protection. And you can make that all happen. You can learn the legal way, the correct way, and the efficient way to handle and take care of yourself with your own firearm, courtesy of dead-on shooting range. So I would strongly suggest uh, get in your vehicle this week, get up Highway 2, uh, just go outside of Proctor on Highway 2, about 8 miles there on the left-hand side. You will find dead-on shooting range, and as Chad said, beautiful retail store with just about anything to do with the firearm industry right there. And then you can take classes, uh, pistol safety classes. Uh, uh, you can have instructors teach you the proper way to shoot and, and reload. Just so many great things. If you have any questions for Dead On, you can give them a call at 218-729-9689 or I like to go to their website every once in a while just because so many new things pop up on there. It's deadonshootingrange.com. It's all one word, just deadonshootingrange.com. Got a whole list of their classes and when they're available, but uh, better than anything, get up there and walk around. They don't mind you coming in, looking around, uh, seeing how the place is set up because they know you're going to be impressed and you're going to want to come back. So dead-on shooting range right here in the Northland, one of the best facilities you will find anywhere. Thank you, Chad. Appreciate it. And we've got to take our first break of the morning. We'll be right back. KDAL time is 1125, three below at the National Weather Service. So uh, Joe Biden saw, he said six more months of inflation. Yeah, he saw a shadow. (laughs) It's only supposed to be six weeks. Come on, Joe. No, no, no. I think he misspoke. I, sometimes he does misspeak a little bit. You know, sometimes you're really not sure what he's doing. For example, yesterday, did you, did you happen to see this one, Kenny? I, I, God, I hope you did, because I, I had to read the headline two, three times because I thought, this can't be right. Biden said yesterday, I believe it was, um, and this is a report out by Kevin Deutsch with Getty, uh, with Getty News Services. Biden actually said, no president has added more to the U.S. debt than me. Is that something you want to be proud of? Is that something you want to beat your own chest about and say good things about? In a recent speech, Joe, President Joe Biden stated he had added more to the national debt of the United States than any other president in history, saying, no president added more to the debt in four years than my president. I misspoke. 25% of our country's entire debt He's, he was rambling at that point. I don't. I think it was maybe trying to clarify something, but it didn't work. Although Biden acknowledged that he misspoke in his statement and corrected himself, the current financial outlook for the U.S. debt does not seem to be very optimistic. 
The federal government financing and debt table in Biden's proposal, simply to, if you navigate it to page like 142 or 143, here you will find table S10, which includes a subsection labeled debt outstanding end of the year. This section presents the Biden administration's predictions for the total federal debt as of outlined in the federal budget for each fiscal year through 2032. According to the table, the total federal debt at the end of fiscal year 2021 was 28,386 trillion 28 trillion 386 billion and by the end of fiscal year 2032 it is projected to reach 44 trillion 797 billion this means that under Biden's budget plan the federal debt would escape would escalate by 57.8% or 16.41 trillion in the 11 in the in the 11 fiscal years starting from fiscal year 2021 when he first assumed office and ending in fiscal 2032 now again i don't think that's anything necessarily to crow about or to pat yourself on the back about but he was uh He was very open about it. No president has added more to the U.S. debt than me. Boy, I wish we could find that clip, Kenny, and make that one of our running clips because that is so, uh, I mean, just out there. You you know, you really have to look at that thing. and Again, I have (laughs) to try to, I have to look through like 40 different sound bites to find that one. I have it somewhere. I do have this one. God love you. What am I talking about? Well, the, the, where I was rambling in the beginning here, Kenny, before we go to our CBS News, uh, I'm looking through this uh, story this morning from uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre uh, and about how many times she has uh, just thrown the whole thing up when, they're asked, when they ask her about these documents and classified documents, what's in them, et cetera, et cetera. She constantly refers to the White House Counsel's Office. And as I said, in the one press conference alone, she fell back on the same response 25 times. Well, it's starting to get some of the press corps a little bit bent out of shape. They're wondering if she is avoiding answering questions direct that they ask her or whether this is all set up and that she's been told by the administration, don't answer those kind of questions, refer them on to elsewhere. But here's the quote from her that I must have missed the first day. Let's see if you if you are uh, aware of this. On her first press release, she said uh, she noted in her first briefing in May, "I am black, gay, and an immigrant woman." The first of all three of these things uh, has never been before in this position. Now, I was aware that she was black. Obviously, you look at her, you know she's black, but. You know, why did she need to come out and say she's gay? Why why do people do that? Why why don't they allow that to maybe happen sometime later on if you start uh, having, uh, you know, friendship with a person or whatever, that that'll come out just in the passing? But why right off the bat? Did, I'm black, yes. I'm gay, and I'm an immigrant woman. Did she say she was Democrat? Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> no, she see, she that. missed an important part there, Brad. She see? should have included that. Well, I'll tell you what. Her nationality is American. 
Yeah, well, well, now, she said she's an immigrant. Where did she, she was from? She, well, she was born in Fort de France and Martinique. Now, that's where ah. she was born. But she okay. uh, she apparently has uh, American citizenship, I would think. Uh, she's American. Yeah. Did she mention that? No. Oh, no. that's she too bad. She mentioned I'm black, I'm gay, and I'm an immigrant woman. And she's Democrat and American. See, she forgot two things. Yes. Okay. She forgot a couple of other oh, things there. Boy. Oh, well. Uh, do we have to go to CBS, or are we going to try to take Tom yeah, first? Yeah, let's get Tom from Port Wing. Okay. Tom from Port Wing. Uh, Tom, good morning to you. Well, good morning to you. Um, in regards to your uh, talking about Joe Biden and what he said, you know, I've determined yes. one thing, Brad. Every time he opens his mouth and speaks, he lowers the IQ of the whole nation. Well, you're being a wise guy with me a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, what I wanted to talk about, though, is yesterday I mentioned a thing about, uh, you know, the environmentalist and uh, crashing down all our um, dams here in Wisconsin. Yeah. And lo and behold, I hear this morning that the Minnesota legislators are now pursuing this uh, carbon-free electricity and they're going after uh, dams in Minnesota. Yeah. They're going to be using yes. that hydroelectric to uh, offset their their carbon footprint. Now, how is that even possible? You know, I may have to declare Minnesota a failed state if they manage to push all this <laughs> stuff through. Because here we are, just adjacent to Minnesota, and the environmentalists made us take all our dams out. And now, Minnesota, you're going to be either constructing new dams or uh, dams because it's going to offset your carbon footprint. So which one is it? See, this is the problem I have with the leftists. They never think anything through. And as no. soon as they recognize the problem, I'm sure they'll do something uh, like this to the environmentalists in Minnesota. They're going to say, hush up. Stick a sock in your mouth until we get this yeah. all uh, passed. You know, and it's the complete hypocrisy of the left. You know, and the environmentalists will proudly shut up and not say anything because uh, it's it's amazing. It really is amazing to me how how they manage. Because to do the this average stuff. person, Tom, would look at a statement like that and they would say, Okay, if you're going to go environmental friendly for all of your uh, power, you're going to have to create more in dams and windmills and all of that kind of stuff. But if you turn around then and say, uh, no, we're going to get rid of all fossil fuels and we're going to get rid of our dams and any kind of, uh, you know, uh, energy created that way, what does it leave you? It doesn't leave you much. You know, Brad, you really have to wear these special glasses that I wear, you know, and I look at this stuff and I see BS and yeah. it really is. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, it truly is. You have a well, great listen. day and I'm going to try and not let too much of this stuff rattle around Get in my head too, too deep. In, yeah. Because you know, if you, if you do, you're going to have a bad day, even worse than it's going to be with the chill. So don't worry. Anyway, we got to go to CBS News, folks, and then we're going to tell you about saving some money. So we'll be right back.
Well, there it is, folks, that theme music from uh, Solutions Insurance that tells you it's time to talk about saving some money. Chris Lohmeyer, thank you so much for joining us again on this Thursday morning. We really do look forward, Kenny and I both, uh, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners do as well, uh, look forward to when you call in to talk about somebody that has simply either listened to you and I talking about it over the week and has called up Solutions Insurance at the, uh, this simple number to remember, 218-628-1878, 628-1878. And really all they got to do is when they call and get an agent on the line is just say, can you do that free insurance checkup that I hear Brad talking about with Chris? And that's, that really gets it started, doesn't it? That's right, Brad, absolutely. And uh, like many people right now, I'm uh, recovering from a cold, so no one's going to mistake me for uh, the velvet fog probably today. You remember the velvet fog, Brad? Oh, yes. yes. Mel Torme, yes, that's right. <laughs> but anyway, we're, we're getting back to uh, work here, and Maggie knocked it out, out of the park for someone. She rolled up on her sleeve. Yes, she did, and she went to work for them on both their home and auto insurance. This is a family of four drivers, and she lowered their deductibles on their policies, okay, on their on their uh, auto insurance, so that's always a good thing. Dropped the deductibles down to $500. They were a, a good amount higher than that. And then she shifted to the homeowners, and she did a full workup on that, and she found that not only were they $35,000 underinsured on their home, she bumped that up, gave them $35,000 more coverage, but they, like many people, have a nice finished basement. And she found, mm. Brad, that on the policy they had, they didn't have any water sewer backup coverage for that finished basement at all. She was able to give them $50,000 in that water sewer backup coverage, which is critical coverage, especially if someone has a finished basement, right? Absolutely. On top well, of I, think that, I've to, I think I've told our listeners my experience with you as my agent uh, many years ago when we had that very terrible uh, uh, rainstorm. We got like 10 inches in a very short period of time. I was one of the few people in Piedmont Heights up on... Uh, uh, up on uh, uh, Chambersburg, that had a backup a sewer and some pump backup, uh, and the company you had me with just did a fantastic job of coming in and taking care of the work that I had uh, worked hard to renovate my basement, put a nice family room in down there, and it was like when I walked down the steps that morning, it was like sailing boats down there. It was like six inches of water up everywhere. And they came in and took care of all of that. And if I had not had that coverage, I wouldn't have had any replacement uh, to that. That's right, Brad. Yeah, very important. So it was a win right there that she uncovered that major coverage gap for these people. So doing all that on top of it, she saved them $55 a month in their overall insurance costs, which puts back $660 a year in their pocket, higher coverage limits, better coverage, and money in their pocket rather than higher insurance premiums. Wow. See, that that in and of itself is a great win. When you talk about lowering deductibles, uh, it sounds like they had maybe a $1,000, $2,000 deductible. What that means is if, if you're in an accident and it's your fault, um, you're, not, you're, you're not paying nearly as much money out of pocket. Uh, you're paying very little out of pocket compared to what you were before. 
So here's a here's another example of where Maggie went to work for these people, examined, looked at a professional insurance review is what she gave them and still ended up saving them $55 a month and gave them way better coverage and way better deductibles. That, that's right, that's really special. Yeah. And anyone that else, is really... if we can, that, that's right. We can do that insurance shopping for anyone else. They can just give us a call at the 218-628-1878, 628-1878. And whether it's personal insurance, business insurance, benefits, employee benefits, we are ready, willing, and able to be there and do a ton of time saving, if nothing else, for doing that insurance shopping for people. Absolutely. And, and really did a professional job of analyzing their insurance and, and really cleared up some coverage gaps that they had. That's right. Well, thank you, Chris Lohmeyer. We look forward to these every week because it, it usually is a combination of savings and giving them uh, some review that'll that'll take care of them better, give them better coverage over the years, and that's usually what you, what you get when you deal with Solutions Insurance. They're located right out in the Spirit Valley Shopping Center, big parking lot right there, uh, right in front of their door. Never a problem with parking and taking care of. But you've got professional, qualified agents that represent sixty to seventy different companies that can more than likely. Find you someone that will give you as good, if not better, coverage than you have now and still save you money. And again, it only takes that one call or just to stop by the office, 218-628-1878. Thank you, Chris Lohmeyer. Stay warm. We appreciate Thanks, it. Brad. All right. So, uh, so Kenny, so many other things going on uh, right now. Have you heard this story yet? I bet you haven't. A lot of people haven't. And when I read it, I was, I was kind of dumbfounded. Uh, North Dakota. North Dakota is a huge uh, Air Force community. They've got a lot of air bases out there in North Dakota. Uh, probably the biggest one, of course, is right, uh, right there in Grand Forks. They have a huge uh, Grand Forks Air Force base. In fact, uh, I, being a, uh, a retired Marine personnel, I can still take military hops. Uh, I can get on a, a military plane in Grand Forks if I wanted to go, to, for example, to Hawaii. Uh, there are regular flights, uh, somewhat regular, that fly out of Grand Forks, fly out to the West Coast. You can catch another plane there, fly out to Hawaii. Well, Assistant Secretary of the, of the military, uh, Andrew P. Hunter, recently released information that a lot of people weren't aware of, that that after more than a year of debate about whether a Chinese company is planning to build a corn mill in North Dakota was an economic boon or a geopolitical risk, the Secretary of the Air Force has weighed in with a warning that the project presents a significant threat to the nation's security. The debate, and now imagine this, here we are in the, in the breadbasket of the Midwest, North Dakota, where they grow more corn, wheat, and everything for the whole country. China comes in and says, oh, well, we think it would be a great idea to build a Chinese corn mill right here in the middle of Grand Forks, North Dakota. Oh, by the way, we, we are approximately a seven miles away from the, or I'm sorry, 15 miles, less than 15 miles from the Grand Forks 
Air Force Base. Fu Fung, uh, this Chinese firm, U.S. Fu Fung USA, planned to build a giant milling facility on the edge of Grand Forks, less than 15 miles from the Air Force Base, divided the Republican power structure in North Dakota and showed just how swiftly economic relations between the United States and China has changed. The city's Republican mayor, Brandon uh, Boschnowski, a former supporter of the project, said on Tuesday that because of the federal guidance, he would move to block construction by trying to deny building permits and by refusing to connect city infrastructure to the building site. The Air Force left uh, left ambiguity off the table. The state's two senators, John Hoban and Kevin Kramer, both Republicans, said in a joint statement that called for Grand Forks officials to work with them to find an American company to develop the agricultural project. See, because what happens is when you build a mill like this, there are a lot of electronic things that go into that, especially if you're a Chinese firm and you might say, well, you know what? We want to make sure we're communicating with our uh, with our home con- country of China about the milling process and everything else, which then allows them to have technologies available to check out almost everything that's going on simply a mere 15 miles away from you. When when flights are flying, when they're taking off, when they're coming, uh, those kinds of things are very, very easy to monitor and to uh, control by the communist Chinese government. Within the months uh, after Fu Young chose Grand Forks, a college and military city with uh, 59,000 residents, so in other words, it's a little smaller than Duluth, uh, but a very, uh, a very growing town. Many in town began speaking out against the project, while some of the opposition focused on property rights, water use, the company ties to China, the perceived national security risk because of the focus of pushback. Still, the city moved forward. Uh, but now, finally, after the Secretary of the United States Air Force has come forward and said, you know what, we really can't support this project. It just leaves too many questions unanswered. Uh, This directive leaves open the question of other entities from China, connections across the nation. He added, including a uh, Chinese-owned aviation company in Grand Forks and Chinese students and professors at the University of North Dakota. Well, Brad. Just too much connection. I think that aviation company is Cirrus. I believe you might be right. Because they have have a location there in Grand Forks. Of course, corporate is here in Duluth, but... Yeah, I, I believe, don't they make some of the engine components or something out there? Yeah, I'm not sure entirely what they do, but uh, that's good stuff. Hey, you've got a uh, VIP on the phone. Really? Yeah, we're, putting, do her, I have? we're putting her right to is the it, top. Yeah. Is it who? Right from the Right to right the, top. the top? She's going right to the top of the list. She's a VIP, oh, Brad. Okay. Yesterday she celebrated, or I'm not sure, June from Carlton. When did you celebrate that number 90th <laughs> birthday? <laughs> no, 90, yes. It's today. I'm a groundhog. Oh, today is, is the it? official day of your birthday? Yes, it is. Well. Happy birthday June. to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. 
Yeah, I don't know, June, how we found out about that, but one of your friends or something called us and said, you know, June listens to your show a lot. Uh, she would love it if you would remember her birthday. Oh, it was Justin. Well, I'm sorry. It was yeah. Justin from AirServe. Yes. He, he was there at the party, and it was a big crowd, uh, about over 200 people. So That's what he said. Yeah, he said yeah. he was at your birthday party. Yes, he was. I saw him. I was so surprised to see him. But I'm glad to remember to tell him about it because... He's been, I've known him before we even did business with AirServe, so. Yeah, well, yeah. He's a, he's a great guy. I've known him for years <laughs> myself, and when I heard he was uh, going on with AirServe, I thought, boy, they got themselves a good one. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. Right. So, but what I call so, my daughter. So how does it, how does it feel? How does it, does it feel any different to be 90 than it was a couple days ago? No, it doesn't. I I said so many of my family were able to come because they have to travel at least six hours to get here. So I was wow. very happy. So many of them were come. So many did come. So that's, Do you have a lot of your grandkids around and stuff? All my grandkids were there. My great-grandkids were there. Uh, my cousins, my nieces, my nephews, all of them were there. That's so There's only a few. I have a brother in California, and he couldn't make it. But uh, my one, I have one brother that died, and I have a sister that died, and I got a sister and four brothers that are still alive, and three of them live down near Ma- east of Madison. But uh, all the they all came, so I was very, so very great. blessed to have them all come. Well, Kenny tells me you have something that you would like to say to our listeners. What? Uh, well, we're going to give you my, that format. Yeah, my daughter and her friend and I went to jazz at the depot. I'll tell you, I really enjoy that. If people like jazz, like jazz, should go there because I just loved it, and I'm going to go again because I have a son that loves jazz, and he he's got a snowplowing business, and of course they've been busy with that. But we're going oh, to yeah. go again. It's it oh the music they played was just super great. It was very good. So if you like jazz, go there. It's on till the well, end I of am... April. I've never been able to go, June, because we're away from uh, the I know you area are. during that. But uh, but I've heard really good things, and I understand the depot does just a fantastic job of bringing people in, bringing different yes. jazz people in. Yes, yes, they're very, very good. It's, they've got a, a four different people that come to play there, and then sometimes there's just a trio of them will play one piece of jazz music. But those that they nice. played, I remember all of those, too. You know, jazz well, I've got to go jump in and uh, take our Minnesota news break. But again, we would like that. to wish you a happy birthday. And thank, thank you. you so much for calling in. Thank you very much. Okay? And thank you, dear. I enjoy Appreciate it so much. All right. Kenny, we got to go to Minnesota news. We'll be right back. KDAL time is 1157 minus three at the uh, International Airport in Duluth, three below, 25 below on the wind chill, northwest wind at 18, so it's uh, very chilly out there. The sun is shining, though, Brad, so we got that. Well, yeah, when the sun shines, it always makes you feel like it's warmer, even if it isn't warmer. Well, we have Fred from over in Hawthorne on the phone again, and Fred, uh, how are you doing this morning? You staying, uh, trying to stay warm, staying indoors, I guess? Yeah, it was a heat wave yesterday, went up to 25 here, but now it's about 7 above, <laughs> going wow. down. Anyhow, I have a comment about the new uh, abortion law. I think Minnesota took it too far with the full-term abortion. 
I think there are going to be legal challenges. And here's a, I have a statement here that might be a possible legal challenge. If, okay. if, if the fetus can be extracted as a live person via C-section, then the state has no right to grant termination of life. As the extracted fetus is now a newborn American citizen with rights to due process before any state can perform or grant a termination of life. And I, I think that's a possible challenge. So. I, I, I think you might be right, and I'll tell you what, Fred, when I look at, we're giving, we're giving people that have committed felonies, if it goes through in Minnesota and sounds like a will, we're giving them the right to vote again, but we don't give these unborn children that are full term any option on life. And that just seems so wrong. We have lost our symbol, or at least our uh, the the theme of Minnesota nice. We're not nice anymore if we're allowing that kind of an abortion bill to take place. Listen, folks, we're out of time for hour number one. Thank you, Fred. Thank you, uh, June. You were you, that was great to hear from her on her birthday. We'll be back with the afternoon edition without uh, a delay here very shortly.